0: You're listening to the Quince podcast.
1: After close to a two-month decline, as we were getting back to our normal daily lives with state governments lifting COVID-19 restrictions, the rise in COVID cases in the national capital have begun to sound alarm bells once again. Since 11th April, Delhi has witnessed a whopping 265% surge in daily new cases, according to data released by the Union Health government. On 11th April, daily cases stood at 137 and on 18th April, this number rose to 501. Not just Delhi, but its neighbourhood state of Haryana has also reported a rise in daily active cases, with the state reporting 1,200 fresh COVID cases in over 14 days between 31st March and 14th April, as per an Indian Express report. But the most worrying part, however, is that there is also reported rise in COVID cases among children with some cases requiring hospitalisation as well. Multiple media reports point towards children with pre-existing health conditions complaining of cough, allergies and viral infections. While the surge in cases is only incremental, with total active cases nationally being at 11,860, the spike in cases does put a question mark over the recent ease in restrictions like mask mandates being lifted in public areas. To make sense of what the rise in COVID cases mean, we spoke to Dr. Chandrakhan Larya, an epidemiologist and health systems expert, we also spoke to Prof. Anupam Sibbal, Group Medical Director and Senior Pediatric Gastroenterologist at Apollo Hospitals Group and Dr. Hemant Batra, a pediatrician practicing in New Delhi. Get tuned in to The Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you and I'm your host, Emmat. Let's first get a sense of the COVID cases we are witnessing in New Delhi. As I stated earlier, the capital saw a surge in cases from 11th April when 137 cases were registered. By 15th April, this number more than doubled to 366 cases and on 18th April, daily cases breached the 500 mark. And unlike other major cities like Mumbai, Bengaluru or Pune where COVID numbers have dropped to lower double digits, Delhi has continued to report over 100 cases per day as per an Indian Express report. So, what is fueling this rise in cases in the capital? We took this question to Dr. Chandrakhan Laharya and he said that a big factor is the withdrawal of mask mandates and doing away with all COVID restrictions.
0: Uh, what we need to remember that uh, it's two weeks since uh, majority of COVID-19 restrictions had been removed. But beyond restrictions, uh, we also need to know that uh, irrespective of restrictions, this is a festive season and holiday season and people are travelling, meeting, interacting. So, uh, we know through various platforms that uh, social mobility and economic activity are far higher than even the pre-pandemic period before March 2020. So with that kind of social, economic and other activity and travel, uh, we are seeing intermingling of people and as the virus is already around, so the infection is given and that's what we are noticing. Also, other point to remember is that the uh, majority of uh, the selected cases, the cases which are being reported are either asymptomatic or mild symptomatic. So what it convey? It conveys that uh, many of the people have got themselves tested because either it was a travel-related requirement or other purpose. But we are not seeing that kind of change in the hospitalization. Like, though, as an example, in Delhi, number of cases have been three to four folds. But the hospitalization has not increased in that same proportion. So that's what uh, is. Uh, assuring. And that's what we know that uh, when Delhi has population which is 100% received at least one shot. And in October uh, last year, around like 90% of adult population had developed uh, antibody essentially either through vaccination or natural infection. And then Omicron surge. So with that kind of setting, we always expect uh, uh, mild uh, disease or asymptomatic disease. But what uh, the, the final point here is that we need to remember, that whether it's a natural infection or vaccination, none of those prevent from future infection. Um, If virus is around, which is the case, then people will be getting infected. At this point of time, we should not be focusing too much attention on infection. Our attention should be how that infection can result in, or in whom that infection can result in severe disease. And we know that group of population, which is high risk group. So protect the, high-risk individuals should be approached rather than looking at absolute number of laboratory-confirmed COVID-19 cases.
1: Now, the withdrawal of mask mandates is also being coupled with schools and offices reopening in full swing, travel going back to normal, and most businesses operating at full capacity. However, with the increase in social mobility, there has been uptick in cases in schools as well. On 13th April, Dr. Sunil Kumar Sharma, who is the Chief Medical Officer of Gautam Bhutnagar, said that over 23 students had tested positive from four schools in the district. And some of these cases have also resulted in hospitalization, according to India Today report. As per the report, there were 14 cases of children being infected with COVID who were hospitalized in the capital. 12 of these cases, as per the report, were admitted to Delhi's Kalawati Saran Hospital. To get a better sense of the ground reality and the nature of these hospitalizations, we spoke to Prof. Anupam Sibyl, the group medical director and senior paediatric gastroenterologist at Apollo Hospitals Group and Dr. Himanshu Bhatra, a paediatrician based in New Delhi. According to Prof. Sibyl, there has been an uptick in COVID cases in children in the past few days, which is largely attributed to the reopening of schools and children not being exposed to viruses for a long time. So what has happened is
2: that, you know, schools have reopened after a long time and kids uh, have been indoors or at home for mm-hmm. a very long period of time and normally when uh, kids um, go to school they get exposed to different uh, you know viruses and you know get up to two to three sometimes even four uh, mm-hmm. you know episodes mm-hmm. of an acute respiratory infection in a year now because they've been indoors they haven't got exposed and now suddenly schools have opened and one kid gets an infection usual mm-hmm. viral upper respiratory infection goes home gives it to his or her sibling, mm. gives it to other schoolmates. So we are seeing a lot of this in the last two, three weeks. So this is one uh, uh, clinical presentation. The other, of course, is we're also seeing a rise in COVID cases where uh, children have a presentation which is pretty similar. They have a okay. fever and then they develop uh, uh, irritation in the throat, a bit of a cough, and, and uh, somebody in the family turned positive or some an adult got tested and then the child gets tested and they found to be COVID positive. Mm-hmm. Of course. Having said that, a lot of lot of families are not getting COVID testing done as much as they did in uh, the earlier waves mm-hmm. uh, because uh, the illness itself is mild, and and typically, you know, the fever settles by day three, day four, the cough settles by day five. By day five evening, day six, the child's absolutely well. Fortunately, we're not seeing any serious manifestations, need for hospitalization, and, and which really is very very
1: costly. Okay, uh, just a follow up on that question, sir. Mm-hmm. The children which are coming in, which have tested positive for COVID, are these uh, children? have comorbidities?
2: So what we are seeing is healthy children getting uh, what looks like viral upper respiratory tract infection. If of mm-hmm. course uh, the uh, children who have this also have an underlying condition, uh, if, for example liver disease or kidney disease or inflammatory disease or any biological condition, then of course we are more cautious on how to monitor them and you know uh, keep a very close eye on things. Should there be any deterioration, because they obviously are at greater risk of having more serious manifestations mm-hmm. uh, than healthy individuals.
1: According to Dr. Himanshu Batra, apart from a rise in COVID cases, there has also been uptick in viral infections among kids. There
3: are two things which have risen now in a few days. One is the number of viral infections. and It is not only COVID, but other viral illnesses like adenovirus and two other respiratory viruses are -hmm. also on the rise. And so both have, have risen because of the exposure overcrowding, you can say. Because mm. till now, kids are mainly at home, and their main source of infection was through adults only who were going outside. Mm.
2: But now
3: they are getting exposed directly.
2: Okay. And uh,
3: for, yeah. second point is a rise in the allergic cases, that is, cough only, which is mainly because of the pollen season. Mm. So whenever this pollen season happens, there is always a the rising number of allergy symptoms, that is allergic rhinitis, mainly nose allergy or it may be cough, which is we call it asthma also. the mm-hmm. uh, third thing in the rise of eye irritation, which is allergic, conjunctivitis you also? So okay. All these symptoms have risen because of pollen and mm-hmm. secondly, because of the more exposure, number of viral infections have rising.
1: So given this ground reality, do the school policies need to change? According to Professor Sybil, shutting down schools does not really make sense and we have to now learn to cohabitate with COVID-19
3: rising. So yeah, there are two things which have risen now in a few days, one is the number of viral infections and mm-hmm. uh, it is not only COVID but other viral illnesses like adenovirus and two other respiratory viruses are
1: mm-hmm. also
3: on the rise and so both have, have risen because of the exposure, overcrowding you can say because still mm-hmm. now kids are mainly at home and their main source of infection was through adults only who were going outside. Mm-hmm. but now they are getting exposed directly. Okay. And uh, for yeah. second point, is a rise in the allergic cases that is, cough only, which is mainly because of the pollen season. Mm-hmm. So whenever this uh, pollen season happens, there is always a rising number of allergy symptoms that is, allergic rhinitis, mainly nose allergy, or it may be cough, which is we call it asthma, also. The mm-hmm. uh, third thing is the rise of eye irritation, which is allergic to also. So okay. All these symptoms have risen because of pollen, and mm-hmm. secondly, because of the more exposure, number of a viral infection averaging.
1: We also took this question to Dr. Laharya, who said that given that zero surveys and studies have shown that COVID-19 only mildly affects children, there should be no question of schools being shut again.
0: I think the infection and disease, uh, COVID-19 infection disease in children is being interpreted wrongly from the very beginning for the last one year. Like what we know that as a society, each one of us value children. So every single case, which is a case means like infection or laboratory confirmed infection case is reported in media and newspaper. While we know that while a few cases have been reported from the schools, but if you look at the absolute number of uh, cases, like in the last uh, one week, uh, every day, 400, 500 cases have been reported in total. But the, every single case in children get attention while there are very small number of cases. And we need to remember that children are part of the family and society. So if adults are getting infected, children are also getting infected. In fact, children were getting infection even when schools were closed. So we know through zero survey, as an example, Delhi zero survey, till which were done sixth round in October, that 90% of adult population had developed antibody, but 82% of children in six to 17 years, the school-age children had developed antibody, which what it can be. The children had always got infection. So this is nothing new. So I don't fully understand why it is reported. That's one. Second part is that even though cases are reported in children, and some of them were attending school because schools are fully open, and that's how it should be. But even though cases are reported in children, majority of those cases are either mild or asymptomatic. Now, there is no evidence that those children got infection from the school. Rather, in more, all likelihood, majority of them got school uh, infection from the family members. So I don't understand where the issue of uh, closing schools come. Um, schools should be continued, and schools are not contributor to infection. And that is not the approach. In fact, we know the benefit of uh, schooling is far greater. Schools are not contributing to infection. So there is uh, no discussion. And then it comes to partial or full closure. I think there is no reason to close, even a class uh, in which child is identified with infection. Uh, The only thing which should be done that uh, the child who has tested positive should be, uh, should of course stay at home. Um, The other children in that class uh, can be informed about the COVID-19 positive case or parents of those child in that class in which child has been tested positive can be informed. So they can watch their child for infection. But uh, the children can continue to come to uh, school and there is no need of closing the class even for a one day. Every child can attend the school. Yes, what additional should be done that uh, I do, I'm not a big supporter of uh, children wearing masks and even government does not say that uh, children should mentally wear masks. Government say 6 to 11 years should uh, may wear masks as much as possible. But what is important that if any child is having cough, cold or fever, that child should wear mask both in the class, Ideally, that child, if cold fever is happening, especially when cases are rising, parents may prefer to keep their child at home. But uh, there is no reason that classes should be closed. And there is no reason we should fear infection in children. Uh, I want to ask people the question that uh, since SARS-CoV-2 is going to stay for long, and uh, there would be cases which will be reported uh, for the foreseeable future with the reasonable rise and fall, how long we we are going to follow that approach? Similarly, if adults are getting infected, we don't close their offices, their working places. Nothing is closed. Like they, we don't even contact trace the contacts of those individuals. So why simply signal out uh, schools? There is no reason. Children are protected. Children are, develop infection at the same rate. But uh, the risk of them developing severe disease is very, very, very low. And this has been understood through the data of the last two years. So nothing has changed overnight.
1: The surge in cases in New Delhi has, of course, renewed fears about the beginning of a fourth wave in the country. But at this point in time, with no detection of a new variant floating in the population, it is too early and hazardous to predict a new wave. For more COVID updates and analysis, head over to the Quint Fit and the Quint websites.